Being a parent is hard work. You've limited time, always stretched, always learning. This is Like My Father Before Me, a podcast about parenthood, about being a dad, getting it wrong, but also celebrating the wins. I'm Matt, this is John, (laughs) and we'll do our best to discuss the many, many topics that all parents will inevitably share together. We hope you enjoy what's to come. We know we'll have had a blast putting these episodes together for you, and can't thank you enough for downloading and listening in. Balls? No, bowls. 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 As in, you know, a a cereal bowl. Oh, cereal. Okay, yeah. Bowls. You know what it's like. You wake up in the morning and, um, you know, the the children are like, oh, breakfast, we're downstairs, get some breakfast. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then you're sorting the breakfast out and you get the bowls out and you go through the whole rigmarole of like, you know, the bowls and the spoons and you boil the kettle. And like, they both want the same bowl, right? They, They want the bowl that the other one's got. Every time. Doesn't matter, like, if there's other bowls, it's like, no, I want that one. Right. So, but they tell you this after you've put the cereal in the bowl. So they've each got the cereal. And then uh-huh. Aoife's like, oh, I want that bowl. And I'm like, oh, no, I've, you've got this bowl. It's exactly the same, same stuff. They both each had Cheerios or, you know, other brands are available, cheaper versions. <laughs> um, they had that, right? And they're there. And Aoife's like, no, I want that bowl. And I'm like, but Aoife, it's the same stuff. Same stuff, same stuff. So we go around this big roundabout where... Um, Aoife has a tantrum just out of nowhere and it's like, you know, 10 past six and you're like, I don't understand. Like, a bowl is a bowl. You've got the same stuff. It's the same stuff. Just eat the stuff from the same bowl. And then eventually she has that and then um, and then, uh, and then she wants Arlo's spoon. And it's like, you, <laughs> you've got the spoon. Here's your spoon. It's from the same set. Yeah. Here's the same spoon. She goes, no, but yeah. Arlo's spoon. Yeah. And you're just like, I mean, I realize this has nothing to do with Bond, which we're talking about today, but that happened this morning. And y- you know, when you're just like, I don't deserve this. Like, I've done, I've done nothing to this. Sometimes, as a parent, you, some, you somewhat deserve mm-hmm. the slight kick in that your children might give you. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You're, you're, you're kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, I probably I should just take that one on the chin. Um, but I, this morning I literally did this and of course our listeners can't, can't see this, but I was, I was there at the d- dining table, just doing this, like <laughs> massaging the T-zone on my forehead and face. Just like, I don't, it's the same spoon, it's the same spoon. <laughs> see, just, just eat the stuff. <laughs> see, the th- see, the thing is, is they'll always, uh, siblings will always want what the other one's got unless, mm-hmm unless you make sure they've got something that's special just for them. Hence, Fox has his own bowl and his own spoon, and Kit has his own bowl and his own spoon. They both have their own plate. They both have their own milk cup. They basically have their own – that's the only way you can get around it. Otherwise, do you know what I mean? Because then you can argue, no, 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 
that's Fox's bowl. He's got his bowl. This is your bowl. You've got the dinosaur bowl. Fox has got the squirrel bowl. Well, whatever. Do you know what I mean? And the argument is, of course, it's, it's the sharing thing. You want them to share. That they, they need to understand that. And again, it's it's a very very difficult concept for children to understand. But listen, we have got on digress. But I wanted to start that way because it's like I just wanted to to pick. Wanted you to picture exactly what that's like. And I know that you and many of the other parents will be able to picture that. Ah, uh, absolutely. Fight. Absolutely. I think to be fair though, Ugh. breakfast now, it, I, we got it down to a, it's a, it's a well-oiled machine. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, like Sylvie and I, we both know the jobs we have to do. The, the, it's the optimum efficiency. Do you know what I mean? The tag teaming, mm. passing of responsibilities. Um, but uh, who am I kidding? It works like once a month and the rest of the time it's not <laughs> chaos, but there we go. Yeah. But yeah. Um, how is fearless spider girl? Uh, little, well, li- the, the other one, the little Aoife girl. Um, <laughs> yes. she's, she's well, I mean, she is, she's a handful. She, she really is a handful. Arlo, um, is a brute, but as much of a brute as he is and can be, he's equally as sensitive and quite pensive. Mm. Like sometimes he'll just be sat at his yeah. little table having done some coloring or something and then just stare into space. Like he'll, we've moved a bunch of things around in our kind of living space. Mm. So the kids' play area now is by the the, the big doors that open into the garden. Yeah. He just kind of looks out into the garden. It's like he's being pensive, and that's lovely. He's like just imagining. He's letting his brain sort of wander. Yeah. And then Aoife comes into the room, and it's like, you know, Metallica have just entered. And it's like, <laughs> Whoa, I want a spoon, I want a spoon. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God. The thing and is- then I go back to the T-zone, just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the thing is, context, Fearless Spider Girls, because we just, for context, for anybody who's going, oh, that was a bit of a random comment. It was just that we <laughs> did catch up. Um, um, we had a lovely time in the park. Um, and um, Aoife ended up in a Spider-Man, Spider-Man costume. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and she has no fear. That She's little that little thing has no fear. She was climbing up things that my five-year-old was like, nah. You're all right, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, you know, we get climb up and Fox is like, Daddy, Daddy, take me down, take me down. Whereas Eve just flipping is just up there. I mean, it, it was made funnier by the fact that because she'd had a, you know, a, a little accident, the only thing we could, could find in the car was Arlo's Spider-Man outfit. So she had to wear that. <laughs> Funniest thing in the world. But listen, she right, okay. Yeah. Bond. Right. Let's Bond. get back Bond. on. Okay. Back all right. Bond. Episode Bond. Bond. So, Episode okay. Bond. So, all right. It's an interesting one because because when we talk about um, episodes and subject matters, we want to talk about you came up with Bond. So, and it's an interesting one because I was like, oh, okay, that's that's you know, it's maybe it was, you know, I sat down and thought about it, and I thought, well, before I open my my mouth and 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 just ramble on about anything, I want to get from you because you came up with this idea. In your eyes, what is what is what is the Bond? What what is a Bond, and why is it? that you wanted to talk about it in this episode? There That's you go. a Put you powerful on question. What, what yeah. is the bond? Mm. Well, the, the bond is the, it's the ultimate, ultimate emotional, physical tether that you have between uh, a parent and a child. Like it, it's the thing that kind of 
I would jump in front of a bus for my kids. Like I would, I'd put my body, my everything on the line to, to, to make sure that they are protected and looked after and cared for. It's an for instinctive one. thing, that part. It's, that, yeah, it's yeah, beyond. Yeah, totally it's where you're coming from, yeah. To, re- to rewind back to, to your question, it's like, it's the thing my body knows more about than I, than I do. It's just in blood and body. And, you know, as you said just now, it's very instinctive. It's very kind of DNA level. Mm, yeah. But the second part of your question, uh, the reason I want to talk about it was because I had none of that to begin with, like none of it. And that came as a real shock because it's like, I think we've mentioned in other episodes, you know, going into, into parenting, there was very little, if any, focus or mention of what things might be like for the father. And that was like, you know, I, I, I certainly with Arlo, I, I didn't expect that because it's like, yeah, it should be about mother and it should be about baby. Um, so I didn't expect that. But then going into parenthood where I found that first year very, very difficult, very, very challenging. And for so much of that, the bond was just wasn't there. Nothing. And so you're, so you're caring for this little thing Mm. Um, that is of course a huge, um, a huge drain on you emotionally and physically mm. it's exhausting. And yet you get nothing back in return, not even like a little tether that I thought would be there from day one. And maybe that was kind of, maybe that was kind of, um, you know, silly to even predict might be become a thing when, when you become a parent, but it's like, well, I had, I had no reason to disbelieve that it wouldn't be there. Mm. Um, and so when that became a di- distinct reality, um, I was like, okay, so this really is from the, uh, uh, this, this really is, uh, from the ground up kind of deal right now. Mm. And you have to just build that bond over time, get to know your child, um, mm. keep on giving despite the fact that you're not getting much back at all. Um, and fast forward five years where Arlo's now turned five, like, he is, I mean, despite my, my daughter, my wife, my family, my friends, your good self, John, like Arlo especially is, is the one person on planet earth that I could not feel closer to right now. Yeah. Uh, but that's taken five years to establish that. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and this, I wanted to talk about it cause it's a serious topic. And I think <laughs> for many, for many parents, many dads, it's something that isn't really mentioned about as you go into parenting, I just needed someone to say. Just be prepared. It might you might not feel the way that you want to feel. Not to interesting. Be yeah, yeah. I, I mean, see, I have I got so many questions going in my head. All right, so let's go with the easy one. Do you have any nieces or nephews? Many, right? Many. And so, did you ever feel? I mean, it's obviously different, but did you ever feel you had um, that instinctive? How do I, did you make, did you, how did you, have you cultivated bonds with your niece and nephews? Yeah. Did, yeah. did you find yeah. that, did you find that easy? Was that instant? Was it, uh, or, I mean, or is it completely different? It's completely different because a relationship between an uncle and a niece and nephew and, 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 and a father and child, it's, you know, entirely different. The, the, the relationship there is just, it's on the other side of the coin. Hell, it's not even the same coin it's not even the same currency it's yeah, just yeah. you know it's so far removed but yeah i mean one in one in particular my eldest uh nephew ryan like he and i um i've always had a great great relationship i don't ever remember there being a time where we didn't i mean you know we've he's he's like 20 is he 22 now 23 
So oh, wow, okay. Yeah, right. so he's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not a child anymore. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't speak to him as often as I would certainly like. He's a young man now. Mm. Um, but yeah, and I guess I'm glad you brought that up because I guess part of me was kind of thinking that's what it would be like. It would be like the relationship I have with him, but I'm the mm -mm. dad this time. Mm. And so, you know, maybe part of me was kind of expecting that. And then when you're not served that dish, it's yeah. a really difficult thing to get to used to, especially yeah. when you've gone from being somebody's number one, your spouse, your partner, to number three in that, oh, yeah, yeah. In that yeah. family dynamic. Yeah, That yeah. is a huge jump. Might not seem like it numerically, but it's like that is a huge jump yeah. when you just become, you know, the the support network, the the, the support yeah. boat at the bottom, but seemingly without a paddle. Yeah, I mean, did you? I think I mentioned it before in a previous episode, but did you have the reaction when you first met Arlo? Let's say Arlo, because I think that's the, the first time you have the first time you experience this sort of this 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 event, if you like this this is the first time you. Meet your child, basically. Um, did you have the same reaction that I had, which was, "Oh, you're a stranger." I don't know. I know I've mentioned it before because it was a really. I was not expecting that feeling of, "Oh, I don't recognise you." I mean, obviously, the first time I looked at my baby, I'm going, "I don't recognise." Of course, you don't recognise. It. The first time you see laid eyes on your baby, but that lack of familiarity, almost, and yeah. which is really weird. Well, of course, John, you idiots. You know what I mean? Like, of course, you don't want to recognise your own baby for the first time. But I did find find that quite a strange sort of, "Ooh, you're a stranger, but you're my baby. You're my son." Like, th th did you have something similar to that? Basically, yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, it, it was difficult. It was difficult to kind of really grasp any sort of rational thought when Arlo was born. His his delivery was quite dramatic in the end. We we did hypnobirthing, so the the labour was seemingly quite you know quite chill, quite peaceful, as, as chill and peaceful as it could be. Poor poor Katrina, you know. Um, but there was a lot of intervention when when he was actually delivered, so it was all quite dramatic, bright lights, theatre, all the rest of it. And you're like, yeah. okay, so I didn't really get a chance to kind of grasp the situation. Yeah. other than what was the ultimate priority at the time mm. um but when he you know when he when he arrived it was like um what was it like it was it just it like was, emptiness sort of thing it like was it, an it? emptiness mm. it was like okay he's here because so many thoughts go through your brain when you're about to become a parent especially for the first time because mm -hmm. you have no idea what to expect as a dad yeah. And again, I always come back to like, I just needed something mentioned because that would have been the seed for me to then go away and read stuff, Google things and, you know, yeah. and, and build your own kind of research basis. Yeah. But without that initial seed, I, I, of all the prep that I seem, I seemingly had thought I had done, I was completely naked to it. I was like, I, I have no idea what's happening. Like no idea. And here he is he's over there. Mm. He's over there. So, but what the hell? So what did you do? I mean, what like how did how did you cope? What 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 was what was your what was your knee jerk reaction? What 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 happened? What in in that instant or like in the the weeks and months that follow? What do you mean? Uh, like the the weeks and months rather than the actual on the, the day. But like yeah, like like I suppose. I mean, it leads me to a question I have in my head, which which I asked myself, which we can talk about more. But it's like it's so. If it if the bond isn't there, how do you cultivate the bond? How do you how how do you make it? How do you create that bond? 
how did you in that sense where you didn't have that I, I know the answer to this and the initial thing that kind of got me through those first few months was just hope was just hoping that things would change but not knowing at all whether it would because you do I do remember thinking to myself is this how it is is, is this just how it's going to be and so I have to kind of manufacture a bond mm. so, so you kind of build up um, the relationship and 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 it, it felt kind of synthetic. It felt kind of fake. Uh, not to a point yeah. where I didn't love him. Of course, I loved him. Mm. But this is the thing about. Um, I mean, I keep sort of saying oh, I had a tough year in the fish. I, I had postnatal depression with Arlo, right. and it's not something I've ever really spoken about because dads don't. You know, we're, we're hardwired many of us to kind of keep that stuff to ourselves. You shelve it, you park it, and you never talk about it. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it was. I'll, I'll be, I really honestly don't know how to describe it, but the best way I can describe it is like he was just this kind of fleshy um, pillow that just kind of existed. Mm. And I was just like the facilitator to, to earn some money, buy some stuff, keep the lights on, take them somewhere in the car. I was just the, I was the, the steed. Mm. I was just this kind of animal that kind of would just go around, do all the things do all the obligatory stuff that I felt as though I, I, I was required to do, but I was never emotionally invested in it for a good few months. Mm. And it wasn't until I think maybe six months in, you know, by this point, Arlo's sitting up, he's strong, he's becoming vocal, and you, you start to get more of the feedback. And mm. at that point, you know, the pendulum starts to swing the other way because mm. you're starting to get a response and you're starting to kind of, recognize that okay he looks a bit like me when i was that age and he's doing a funny thing and then he starts to develop some idiosyncrasies and some some traits and habits and i can relate all those things to him mm -hmm. whereas when he didn't have any of that it was just that fleshy pillow that i had zero connection with so i can, I can <clears throat> if i got my logical head on i can rationalize that i can rationalize that in the sense that Bonds are a two-way thing. And um, when the first time, you know, you, 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 when you have a baby, I mean, for me, it's a, it is, it's a, you're shell-shocked. You're like, oh my gosh, I've got a baby. I'm a dad. You know, it's all, you're having those internal dialogues with yourself. And so, I mean, for me, I was excited. I was like, I can't believe I've I've actually got a, a baby. Do you know what I mean? That was it. But the thing is, like you mentioned, is that we're the support act for at least six months. Especially, well, especially if you're if the mum's breastfeeding, for example, course, um, you yeah. really are there just to support mum. She is the primary carer, basically, and you just do what you can, and and therefore there is a definite, you know, the, the basically from my personal experience that the mother child bond was there immediately. Whereas as from the father's perspective, it was a, it wasn't, the bond wasn't as strong. It's probably the right way of putting it. And the reason why I say that is, is because obviously, you know, I was incredibly emotional. I was a dad. I had my, my baby boy. I was cuddling him, but, um, like you say, it's a two-way thing. So there was, I had affection for my baby, but my baby didn't have any affection towards me. Do you, does that make sense? Yeah, of course it makes um, sense. Yeah, yeah. And so um, 
when you talk about when Arlo was six months and you start, you know, he's the, the personality starting to happen and this, they're recognizing you and that sort of stuff. I feel that that's the point from a dad's perspective is when you become a more of a, um, more of a player in the in the team, basically. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you've been on the sub bench for the last six months. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. now you've been brought on, you know, because you know. It, anyway, so, um, and I feel that 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 as time goes on, you can be more of an active role. Do you know what I mean? You're partaking. Uh, your your parental duties um, are increasing, um, and so it's less. Um, Choose my words very carefully, but it, it becomes less. Uh, you're sharing the workload more with the mum, and the mum's not taking most of the most of the of the parental sort of responsibilities, if you like. Um, so, I know that they say, for example, uh, one of the things they said to us was like, "Do skin on skin, like to help with that bond, though," because there is obviously there is a, there is a we're talking about instinctive and what have you. And there is a connection and, you know, that you try and help with the connection, like a physical connection. So like giving your baby a cuddle, you know, skin on skin. So, you know, you don't, you, you know, they're resting on your chest, for example, that really helps with the baby to bond with the, with the dad and does, and hopefully the baby doesn't scream and cry the, you know, the first time, you know, when, when you hold the baby and the baby just wants mum and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I, 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 I kind of feel like, like it's, it's a two way thing. If I didn't put the, if I didn't put the unconditional love into my relationship with my children, if I didn't give them my time and my attention and that my focus, I could be wrong, but I believe they, they, they that would be mirrored to me. And therefore, the bond I'd have with my children would be very weak. It's not for them to instigate the bonds. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure in, the, in later life, uh, I could talk about you know my own relationship with my dad. And when you're adults, that's different. But when it's a baby or a toddler, it's it's the it's the parents' responsibility to try and cultivate that bond. Do you know what I mean? And strengthen that bond. Yeah, I I, I totally agree with that. And I think even just having this discussion, it just makes you realise that. Gosh, at the time, you know, that, that's, and whilst it wasn't my fault, that's just like, that's just the way I felt. It's, it's, it's what my chemistry was, was yeah. telling me to, to feel, you know, yeah. um, it, it's quite unfair to put that pressure on the child, mm. on, on the baby, the newborn who can't even hold their head up yet. Yeah. Um, to, to, as you say, to, to cultivate a bond, to, 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 mm. to, to pull their end of the, of the rope sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it was. Sorry, go, go. No, I was just going to say, I think it was just, it, it, for me, it was just the lack, it was the lack of like instinctive, um, you know, fleshy, muscular yeah. love that I, I just wasn't feeling. Yeah. You know, so, and I've, you know, there were many dads that I had spoken to, well, I say many, maybe a handful, mm. um, that w would all say the same sort of similar thing. It's like, you know, those first few weeks, months, they are difficult. And I was like, yeah, I totally get that. I'm about to become a parent. So of course they are. But they would always say something uh, to, to the tune of like, but it's the, the love gets you through it. You know, the, the love will get you through those those tricky month, uh, weeks and months. And then when you get to the good stuff, when the child starts feeding back and, and giving you what you, what you feel as though you need, then you kind of meet in the middle somewhere. But that was my problem. 
I didn't have that love. So it was a really kind of sludgy thing to navigate when you didn't have the the one thing that I supposedly needed to get you through the, you know, the initial weeks and months. Yeah. I mean, interesting enough, I, from like you say, you have conversations with other dads and thinking about it. Um, with the boy, with the baby being a boy rather than a girl, like that could have something to do with it. Like instinctively, like I know that sounds really ridiculous, but instinctively it might be easier for a dad to have the bond for a daughter than a son. Maybe that's a bit more confusing because I, I know, I know someone who had, you know, the, the, you know, their first child was a daughter and this, uh, you know, and the second child was, was a boy. And I, th- I and I believe that they struggled at first, you know, because I think they just didn't know how to, they didn't know how to connect with, with their baby boy. They kind of instinctively knew how to connect with the baby girl, but not the baby boy. Hmm. So I don't know. Maybe it may be something like that. It could be like something quite instinctive that as a, as a father, it's easier for us to bond with a baby girl. I don't know. I'm totally speculating, but yeah, no, um, no I share that. I th- I'd be interested to see. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want to go back and do that again for sure. I was in a horrible place, but like, I'd be interested to know what that might have looked like if mm. Aoife had arrived first. Um, because I, 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 I concur. I, I do believe in that. I, I do mm-hmm. think for a father and son, it's a very different relationship. It's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's quite different to a father and a daughter. It's an mm-hmm. entirely different relationship. And, and so um, just, just out of that, like, like when Aoife was born, did you find it easier to have that bond? Did, did you, did you have a, was it, was it a similar experience, but you, but that you were just more mentally prepared for it because you'd been through the, the process the first time? Was that a bit more like, Oh, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with the way I feel at the moment because it is just a, a ball of muscle, you know, whatever. <laughs> like I, I'm okay because I know that in six months time. Mm. You know, I'll it'll be will be in a very different place. Was yeah, that kind of I, was that kind of what it was for you? Or? Exactly right. I mean, it's it's difficult to know and tell um, if it had been as much of a struggle um, because, of course, you've got you've got that that experience before you know, and mm. and so you by default and inevitably you have that to draw on. Um, yeah, mm. I mean, it, it would be very interesting to to see how that might have played out if if the yeah, issues yeah. had. Yeah. Been swapped, but um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I I gotta be honest. Like, I I find it more difficult with my second, um, and that's the same because I, I feel like the bond is like is is what you put in is what you get out. Basically, it's yeah, definitely yeah, that yeah. scenario. And I felt with with my second that because I didn't have as much time, um, then I it took a longer time for me to cultivate a closer bond with Kit. Um, it's not that I didn't love him any less. It's just that that bond that we had, you know, two beings have was weaker because I was less, um, present in his existence, basically, because I had, I had the elder one to look after whilst the mum was looking after, yeah. you know, um, but I mean, now uh, my boys are five and three and now, um, I feel only recently now where I've really, cause I, and I have, I've actually tried to make a bit of a, a 
I have actually tried to make a real effort with the younger one because it's very easy for me to slip into spending more time with the elder because I, I suppose you get more back. You get more back. They're older, you know, yeah. um, and there's some more commonality. There's more things that we can share, experiences we can do together. Um, and so I have made a conscious effort to sort of devote one one-on-one time with my youngest. And so I feel like my bond has, our bond has strengthened, but then we'll still have mummy and daddy days. Like yeah. be, if you have it where like literally some days only daddy will do. It's like, so Sylvia will do something and no, I want daddy, I want daddy. Like, oh, it's the daddy day. You know, like you have that. And then, you know, you take your kids to school and then um, you turn around. Dad says, I'll take, I'll take the, the fox into his class. You take Kit into his class. And you don't realize that Kit's really upset because you didn't take him into his class. And then the rest of the day, he doesn't even want to know you. Like, thanks, Kit. That happened this week. You know, love you too. <laughs> um, do you know what I mean? Like, like, and so it's a mummy day because of this one small event, you know what I mean? That you don't even realize, you know, you just divide, you know, and, uh, and it, anyway, so, so yeah, kids are like that. You know, they could be so cruel. They could break your heart because when they, they just don't want to know you. You know what I mean? You have days and, where they do they not re- give a they monkey. really mean you. it as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They cut you so deep. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you, do, you do everything. Like, like the thing that I started off with, with the whole spoon thing. It's like, you know, shortly after that, you are just, you're basically dismissed. So you, you've gone through all that rigmarole of, of sorting the stuff out and, and they've put you through the ring and said, I want that spoon, this, this and that. And at the end of it, it's like, you know, mummy, can you come here? Because daddy doesn't know what he's doing sort of thing. You know, it's that kind of attitude. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, I, I, I have had, I hate you. I've had the line, I hate you. Yeah. I've had that already. Yeah, Ooh. already. Yeah. Five going on 15. Um, but, yeah, so basically, yeah. And, and But, you know, they don't mean it. I mean, they yeah. don't understand yeah. the how strong a word hate is. And it's just because they're not getting from you what they, they, you know, you're saying no to them for something like, no, you can't have a mm. second chocolate biscuit. Do you know what I mean? Or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, so. Um, I, I, no. I think that's, that's it as well. You mentioned like um, thinking clearly, um, essentially keeping a, a rational brain um, inside your head on your shoulders when you're going through all this stuff. And that's the thing with bond. It, it's, <clears throat> you know, if, if you have that at the forefront of your mind, you know that a bond will develop. The, as you said just now, so so well, the more you give, the more you are going to get back because children mm. are just sponges to what they experience and receive. Yeah. You know, if they receive that love, they're going to know nothing more than to give love back. And that's yeah. where I'm at with Arlo now. Yeah. Like the relationship I have with him now is just, it, it's it's the purest, it's crazy because I've described it as manufactured a minute ago when, when it, it did feel like that. But right now, it's like it's the purest form of love I think I've ever been on the receiving end of right now mm-hmm. with him. You know, he'll just oh, come yeah. up to me and just like give me cuddles and do all the stuff. And it's like, out of nowhere, he'll just go, I love you, Dad. Just yeah. like that. And, he, and, then, and then he'll follow that up with, You're the best. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you're, Ex- you know, to him, it's because I've just, you know, done something seemingly the, the coolest thing in the world but for me it might be it just gives me five minutes break or whatever maybe i've yeah. broken a rule cut a corner probably but to him he's like he really means it he's like you're 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 brilliant 
Like, I love yeah. you. You are brilliant. And, that, and your that's heart the whole just thing. swells and fills, you know. It's, it's that brutal honesty. Um, it can go both ways, uh, but it is, and it's the when it's it's uncon it's not it's un uncontrived. That's not I don't know whether uncontrived is a word, but it should be. Um, <laughs> but basically, uh, yeah, I, I think so. When you do get that expression of of love or whatever, you kind of go. I mean. <sighs> I think most of the time it will be, I'm hoping that it's not because they want something from me, but you know what I mean? Like they actually, it is actually real. Um, and you're right. I mean, that it's an amazing, it's, it's, it's an amazing feeling, but yes, that won't, I, I think you, I think you're a very lucky parent. If you get that from a, from your child without putting into that relationship first. Uh, mm -hmm. I think, um, but it doesn't have to be, the thing is, is, it doesn't have to be sacrifice. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be huge gestures. It just has to, mm. I, I was trying to work out like, what is it? What do you do to create your bonds? What have I, what have been the experiences? What can I talk about in terms of where I think, ah, yeah, that helped with my, my relationship with my children. And this, and then, and, and there's the obvious ones, things like drawing, sitting down doing drawing with your children. Like that's a real sharing, you know, you're, you're sharing knowledge and you're, and you're having a fun time together and, and you can see they're getting that one-on-one -on -one attention, that focus, and you can mm. see that they're, they're loving that attention, but they're also learning. And then there's that pride when they're doing stuff and you're saying, well done. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a, just a huge ball of positive energy that just swells and just, and, mm. and not only, um, not only helps your child to develop, if you like it, that's where, but the, but one of the byproducts is that the relationship, the bond increases as yeah. well. Do you know what I mean? So there's things yeah. like that, but then also things like silly things like cutting the grass. And I, and I got, I got, I got the boys, um, toy lawnmowers. So when I cut the grass, they go and get the toy lawnmowers out and they stand behind me. We go into, we're like a lawnmower train yeah. cutting the grass. Silly things like that. Sh shared experiences like that, that just, you know. That's, that's a big thing for me. That's a really big thing. Well, one of the biggest things are like, um, I, I want, I want my children to be involved with the stuff that I do around the house. So, so this past weekend, um, me and my dad were, were changing, um, light switch and plug socket covers. So it meant like turning the, the fuse box off and taking the things off and checking the earth, the live and the neutral wires and stuff. And it was great because like me and my dad were doing that. Yeah. And it was great because I, for a long, long time, I had a bit of a hang up on the amount of things that I was never allowed to kind of make mistakes with or at when I was a child mm -hmm. growing up. My mm -hmm. dad's very capable, incredibly practical guy. It can just step in and do almost everything, most things. Um, but because of that, he always did that when I was a kid and I, mm -hmm. and his response was always like, Oh, just, just let me do it. Just let me do it. So mm -hmm. you sort of go over there and I, I've grown up with, with that kind of thinking that, you know, I, I can't figure things out and I have a real kind of confidence issue when it comes to like approaching something mm -hmm. which has responsibility attached to it. Yeah. Um, and I can feel myself and I have felt myself repeating that with Arlo and Aoife. But the difference is I am absolutely tackling that. So mm. there are many times when I can feel, I can feel the, the urge to come on like, oh, just I would get this done so much quicker if they just went over there. 
But it's like, no, that is not the point. This job does not need to be done or finished today. Bring them in. Let them hold a screwdriver. Tell them what I'm doing. You know, Involve them in it. Because yeah. it's not even about the task. It's just about giving them the confidence and the platform to know that I can do a thing. Daddy's here to help me. He's teaching me stuff. And yeah. to get to my point, like one of the best doses dosages of feedback I've ever received, again, specifically from Arlo, is when he recognizes that um, he is growing and that growth has come from the opportunity that I've given him yeah. to, to yeah. be elevated. Yeah. So like, you know, one of the big things is it's almost like his, like his tagline. Now he always says, oh, I never gave up today. I never gave up. Cause I always tell him that. Cause he knows I've run since he's been around, I've run two marathons. So mm-hmm. well done me, two marathons, whatever. But like it's, um, the second one I've actually done three marathons. More than me. (laughs) (laughs) But the most most recent one, he was really aware of, right? He was really aware. He was there. He came with us. He was like, oh, daddy's doing a big run today, a big race, you know? And he's aware of that. So I I often use that as a bit of a, uh, bit of a, an angle to be like, oh, never give up. That's what got me through the marathon. You never give up. Always Mm -hmm. do your best. Always do your best. Never give up. And he, now that he's at school, he's often come home from school and said, I did some coloring today. I was making this thing as well from like pipe cleaners. Schools still have pipe cleaners. That's another <laughs> podcast by itself. They still have pipe cleaners. Amazing. When he told me that, that like that blew my mind. Anyway, so I made this thing. I couldn't get it at first, but I never gave up. And I got it and I did it. You know, mm. and then and when I see that and I recognize that he's he recognizes that that platform I've given him to learn, of course, yeah. that swings both ways. It comes back to me and I'm like, God damn it, you know, and it it's really heavy, but it's yeah, it, it feels very good in that. In that yeah, way. no, I, I think I think that there's a point. <laughs> it's recognizing the opportunities. What you just talked about there is recognizing the opportunities because we do get caught up in our own world. Like you know, anything from like putting a shelf up in the boys' bedroom, for example. They want to help. They see you doing stuff and like, can I help? Can I help? And your instant reaction is, no, I've got a drill. I've got shot right. things. Go away. Mummy, come get, you know what I mean? Like literally. <laughs> and, and that's, and you're right. That's the wrong thing to do. Like stuff that, like recognize the opportunity there. Like it's not about putting a shelf up on the wall. It's, it's about, working it's about recognizing the opportunity with the child and being able to fan their flames of interest do you know what i mean yes and yeah. and share an experience with them um because, and, and yes. often sorry to jump in and often like if if you involve them in a task like that you know they're gonna lose interest within about two or three minutes right <laughs> but it's, oh, yeah, it's this true is boring. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's boring yeah. i'm gonna say do another thing and that yeah. often happens almost all the time but it's the fact that you brought them in I'm working, I'm doing a thing, I've got a drill, whatever, you know. Yeah. But you're involved in that. I'm I'm available to you. I'm available yeah. and you've you've opened that doorway. And yeah. that's the difference. Yeah. That's the difference. I, 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 and the thing is is like I had a, I mean, I'm a slight tangent, but I'm gonna talk about doing shells. I put I put oh this is a while ago, a couple of months ago. Um I was just putting some shells up in the boys' bedroom. And uh uh Anyway, so, and obviously they, they did it and they were like, oh, it's amazing. They put their favorite things, this, it's their special shelves and they'll put their favorite things on the shelves and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, 
And I, I think like a month later, we were on we went on a camping trip, um, and uh, like and and Fox is super chatty and chats to anyone. So um, we were, I can't remember who we were chatting to. Um, it's probably somebody behind the counter of something like i think i think we're in a pottery we're in a cafe where you paint pottery do you know what I mean? yeah, and, yeah, they, and yeah. they fire the pottery and blah blah and we're back in paying paying for it and uh and fox goes my dad makes me things and i was like what what what's he talking about <laughs> yeah he makes things he made a shell and like, and like and you can see and he's just and it's this sense of pride of that he's got from his dad, like his dad's made something, and he's this this it's this strange sense of pride, that this 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 joy, and I was kind of like, I was only putting a shelf up, but you don't you don't realize, but actually everything you do that these like that you how to put it, you don't reckon you don't. It's easy to not see the ripple effect of yeah. what you do and everything you yeah. do, basically, and we can be very blinkers on need to get this job done because it's sunday it's a school it's a school day tomorrow i need to be at work i need to get the boys in bath blah blah blah. need to get this job done and and that's the like i say that that's not important it's 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 basically seeing trying to trying to recognize what you are doing and the situation you are in through the eyes of your children so then you make the right decisions then recognize the opportunities and make the best of the situation mm. and not make the wrong decision for the wrong reasons mm. do you know what i mean mm. like you know yeah. i have gone off on a tangent a little bit but it but no, it all, no, all good. comes in so um, yeah, it's, yeah. You know, bond. I think I think bond is something that we will often come back to. You could easily do a special on this, like a series mm. of podcasts just around bond, because it's you know it's just the one thing that was always on my mind um, early on, and even more so now. Mm. Even more so now with Arnold yeah. being a squad. I know I refer back to him a lot, but it's because he was the first. He's the one where that that was my apprenticeship into parenting. Yeah. Aoife yeah. has had a much better experience from me she's had a much mm -hmm. better version of me mm -hmm. arlo did not have that like for that first year yeah. like he, he had a version of me that you know i i don't want to ever be anywhere close to again because he was mm. just a very 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 sad lowly uh, lowly very sad lonely person mm. um very isolated person and it's like it took every ounce of my being to kind of understand what the problem was and like again like most dads you, you want to fix stuff you want mm -hmm. to find out where it's broken and fix stuff. And maybe that's where the, the, the well, say maybe that's where the frustration came from because, well, I couldn't fix it. I can't do this. Mm. You know, I can't do this by myself. And yet that's the conflict as well, because you're then, you are the dad, you're the, the, the hunter gatherer, you know, this is my job to protect and provide. And I don't want to put that on my spouse because she's got a newborn baby. You know, mm. what right do I have to put my, my, troubles at that time no. on the mum on the yeah, I mean, mother that's, you know. that's a really tricky one because you know if if you so you park it if we're brutally honest when a new baby comes along generally we've got it easy like it mums the mums um obviously I'm, I'm not talking about labor i'm talking about afterwards you know i i think mm. it's it's there's is you know like I thought I mentioned like breastfeeding, for example, the pressure on mums to breastfeed 
like 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 this yeah. this sort of social pressure they put it on themselves as well but by like you know they, you know they say breast is best and all that sort of stuff um and so this is this is added pressure on them to be able to be a good mum and do what she is meant to be doing do you know what i mean so there's those uh, you know what i mean and nobody mm-hmm. really talks I, I've, I've talked about it with so many people the first time when they're having their you know you know pregnant with their first child and you know they talk about you know want to talk about stuff and you kind of i'll I'll try and say all the time say just recognize that that feeding your baby is so difficult you know nobody i we totally underestimated the how difficult it was um and i'm not going to go into details about it but basically my point being is is that when you have a baby if you're looking at who's got it more a more difficult role, it is the mum. And as I was saying before, we are the support act. Yeah. So if we're the support act, but we're struggling, how do we raise our hand up and say, I'm struggling? I know I've got it easier, but I'm actually struggling. Like, yeah. How well, do you do that? Like, well, you, like you, you, you don't. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. I think many people, you just don't. You park it and you just, you deal with that in your own way. Um, and honestly, I, I, there's, there's no answer to that. There's no answer to that. Like guys, m- many, many, many guys. And of course this is a, a mass assumption now, but like many guys are wired to, to not, um, vocalize those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. you just keep it to yourself and you deal with it in, in any which way that you can. Mm. Um, the problem with that, and again, we are going off piece now, we're talking about something else, but like the problem with that is that. Um, it, it, it kind of, it manifests and it gets warped and it comes out in ways that you don't want. I'm talking about resentment and jealousy Yeah, and those, that's what happens. It's a horrible cocktail and that's what kind of own, that only fuels the depression at that point, because it's like, Mm -hmm. you're then, you know, we've described, we've got this little, this little bag of potatoes, this kind of fleshy pillow, and yet you are jealous of it and you are resentful towards it. Yeah. And those are not nice things to be feeling when you are supposed to be supposedly in this bubble of love and all gooey stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's a really horrible experience when you're kind of that low. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, do you need time to think, or I still I need to- time to think? You yeah, seem to- okay. All right. So, my dad hack is actually uh, my brother-in-law told me this one, who's way over in New Zealand. So, if you're listening, hello, Jamie. Um, basically, his dad hack, which I thought was genius, is when you're changing. Okay. You know the drill. You got to change the nappy of your baby. Mm-hmm. Um, you take the nappy off. The fresh air gets to the bits. So what's the what's what happened? <laughs> water hose. Water well, exactly. Water hose. Exactly. Sprinkler system. So yeah, I don't know what like the fresh air. You know, the, don't know what it is. The cool air just makes them go. Oh yeah, I gotta go. So um, <laughs> um, so he basically said, what you do is make sure you put the baby further up the change mat, so you got a good like foot like of change mat. So if when you take the nappy off, the the hose happens protect yourself with the shield of the of the mat lift the mat up the of uh, the the foot the spare foot to lift it up sort of as a as a wall to barricade yourself from the way i, I mean it, i suppose the baby does get ricochets but you know it's not <laughs> i can't be nice but you know it's, it was their fault um no in all honesty but yeah and i, I talked, to, talked to sylvie about this and uh she said her hack with that one 
is take the nappy off and then leave for a second and then put the nappy back on. Mm-hmm. So when you take it off, lift it, let the air in, and then put the nappy back on and let it happen. They, I mean, they, there was, yeah, there, there are other the other methods, but um, yeah, there you go. Dad hacks, like have it to <laughs> lift up the change mat as a shield. Make sure you've got plenty of room for a shield. And then, anyway, there you well, go. In a, in a similar vein to that, I have thought one that I'm, I'm staying with uh, with toilet stuff because we're, we're currently in the mix of toilet training with, um, with Aoife at the minute, taking a little bit longer than it did with Arlo. Arlo just kind of got it overnight and we were mm-hmm. like, oh, wow. We got a get out of jail free card with that because we didn't even have to train him. We just did it. Yeah, Aoife's not quite the same. Um, yeah. So with her, well, with any with anyone with with children a little bit older, maybe when they are going to the loo, notably number two. Um, of course, they haven't learned how to clean themselves at this point. So what I did, and I didn't pick this up from anywhere. It just felt like the natural thing to do. It felt like mm-hmm. okay, I need to clean them. I want to keep it all in the bowl in in the loo. Okay. How can I get access to their bottom without taking them off? <laughs> without yeah. taking them off the toilet. So okay. I, yeah. I did this, this with Arlo. He found it quite funny and would often kind of wriggle around. I'm like, no, 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 stay still, stay still, <laughs> stay still. It's everywhere. <laughs> so you just you lean them forward, and I, I'll often come back to like your WWE references, but you yeah. kind of get them in the power bomb position <laughs> where you. Where you duck their head in between your legs so their shoulders are kind of pressed up against your thighs <laughs> as if you're going to powerbomb them, right? Of course, you're not going to powerbomb them. <laughs> but at that point, you've pulled them forward so their bum is now available to you, right? And then, then you can go ahead and they're nicely snug in your thighs. They can't go anywhere. And then you can clean them as much as you need to. Yeah. Flush the stuff and away um. you go. Um and that's been, a, I still do that because it's like, it, it's yeah. it, it, without getting them in some sort of, you know, full Nelson or figure <laughs> four leg lock. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's fishing. Oh my God. It's just, it's, it's just like a wrestling ring when Matt takes his children to the loo. <laughs> but it works. The thing don't is, just, no, I can see them. that working. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, yeah. You, duck, you duck them in. And they can't go anywhere. They find it kind of funny, and then you wipe away, and and, and it's done. So that's my <laughs> nice, nice. Why have we not been doing dad hacks on every episode? I have no idea. Uh, we should do it at the start of the episode. But then, no, if we did that, no one else listen to the actual content. <laughs> like, well, we've got what we needed. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, uh, well, yeah, that's uh, it's been it's been a different one this episode. It's been quite quite. Um, Quite uh, how do I put it? It's, I, I think like it's been an serious, important episode. I think it's yeah, no, no, absolutely. I, I'm I'm yeah. really pleased that we talked about this because this is real stuff. This is you know, mm. it's how do I put it? It's it's nice to talk about the the, the how do I put it? It's nice to talk about the good things and the uh, you know and, and the wins and what have you. But there are you know what this sort of stuff, these sort of conversations are far more important do you know what i mean like to yeah. bring these out in the open so these um, are the things that often yeah. you know that they make they can make or break a relationship but more often they, they mm-hmm. make the relationship because i think you know any 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 good parent who's wanting to, to 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 just do the best by their children they 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 go through all this they they, they try they work hard to figure this stuff out mm-hmm. when you are seemingly just isolated and secluded to a point where you you can't see in amongst the woods mm. and yet you keep going you keep mm. giving and you find a way mm. find a way to make it work and you keep doing that and the kids come back and they give you exactly what you need yeah. thanks so much for listening 
we honestly do value your time, your parents, or perhaps about to become parents. So that time is valuable. Thank you so much. If you fancy it and have been enjoying our episodes, we'd be forever grateful in receiving a review or perhaps sharing one of the episodes amongst your friends and family. All is welcomed and we'll see you soon. We should um we should start doing vocal uh, warm ups before each episode. Hamana hamana hum. I don't know. Yeah, what I did a show is. did a show recently, and what was it? The one one we did we did Papa Caterpillar, Papa Caterpillar, Papa Caterpillar, Papa Caterpillar, Papa Caterpillar. I can't. You know, it gets it's like red red lorry red yellow, lorry, yellow, yellow lorry, that sort yeah. of thing. I'll, I'll, I'll.